0: There are, in our world, certain places that seem to draw on the strange, the unusual, the monstrous. And when you are a hip, young teen coming of age in one of these locations, it doesn't matter if you are an aspiring scientific genius, a burgeoning telekinetic, or a social media influencer. Your safety is not guaranteed in these dangerous times at Chillhaven High road so far on dangerous times at chill haven high Zeke
1: Lin, yeah and you see storming towards you someone that you know very well their face half covered by huge but stylish round wireframe glasses this is of course Vesper Indigo, the child and heir of Meredith Indigo, founder and CEO of the Indigo Corporation, the giant laboratory on the edge of town. Ugh. I thought that we could come to school in a new year and start fresh, and that you would have put this hopeless and pathetic so-called rivalry that you think we have to bed. But I see now that you are already set to attack me and ruin my school-going experience. No, listen, uh,
0: Tim. We've known each other a long time. I consider you one of my two best friends. I made you a promise. I bestow upon you the fully articulated Diego Badjero.
1: <gasps> I, I really don't know what to say. I, this is going to change my life. Thank you so much. You see a flashlight shine directly in your eyes and uh, you hear a voice shouting, Hey, who is that? How'd you get in here?
2: Angela drops the Segway and immediately puts up her hands.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I knew, I, you know, I put on my security hat and I strapped my flashlight to my waist today and I looked myself in the mirror and I said, Grud, this this, something special is going to happen for you today.
2: And I'm so glad I met you and here is my name and my number and Angela like goes in her back pocket and there's like a receipt for something and she writes Zeke. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> with Zeke's phone number on it.
1: As Grud stares with worry at the open empty cage, the silence of the night is broken by a terrifying animalistic sound. <coughs> and moments later, it's broken yet again. By Grud Fudrocker's horrifying screams and the tearing and rending of his flesh.
3: Oh God! Oh, oh no!
1: Oh. At least they'll have the gift shop to remember
3: me by.
1: Cut to Chillhaven High, cafeteria, lunchtime, the next day, Zeke, uh, looking for Carlos and Tim in their usual spot, I imagine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see Carlos sitting at their usual table, alone, quietly eating his lunch.
3: Hey,
0: buddy, how you doing?
1: He just glares at you for a minute.
0: What, what's up? What's What's the haps? What's going on in your life today? What's going on in my life today, Zeke, is I have second-degree burns on my butt. Oh, my God. You look down and you see that
1: he's sitting on, like, a hemorrhoid pillow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carlos, that's awful. Zeke, come on, man. You set my butt on fire.
0: What? Me?
3: I did
1: No. Zeke, you were so genuine and, like, heartfelt with Tim yesterday. And now, like, you're just back to your old self, lighting people's butts on fire and then lying about it.
0: <sighs> okay. Zeke's under like it looks like he's in great physical pain. Uh-huh. Uh, oh man. Uh oh, jeez. Carlos, you're right. I set your butt on fire. And and I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to set your butt on fire. It was an accident. Okay. And I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was <gonna> <laughs> going to keep going. No, it's all right. It was a it was a
1: funny bit like you were trying to make a fart machine. That's pretty funny. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, look, I, and I, when I fix it and I make it uh, not light the things that it makes fart on fire, I will give it to you as a gift to use at your own discretion. You can use it on me, too.
1: All right, cool. Thanks, man.
0: Yeah, and that way if it does set my butt on fire, you know we're even. I'm going to set your butt on fire. Well, I'm going to make sure it doesn't do that before I give it to you, but uh, if I fuck up, you know, I'm gonna. It'll it'll be my ass literally on fire. All right, we can just have lunch now. Okay, where's uh, Tim?
1: Oh, well, you know, you made him that badger mask. Yeah. So he's, I'm pretty sure he's having lunch with the cool kids now. What? Yeah. Okay, what? Yeah, you know, the Rat Pack? The Rat Pack? All those cool
0: furries that hang out behind the school during lunchtime in their furry outfits. Oh, God. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Well, that's... They're so cool and mysterious. Hmm. I mean, that's neat. I'm glad. Wait. We have a we have a furry clique here? The Rat Pack. They're the coolest kids in school. Everyone knows. Name 3 of the kids in the Rat Pack. <laughs> that's the thing, Zeke.
1: I can't believe you don't know. Nobody knows who they are. We just see their personas out there at lunchtime. They change in secret. I guess but now we've got an inside man cuz Tim's
0: one of them. When did uh when did the Rat Pack come to school, Carlos? I don't know. Were they here Like, last week? Yeah.
4: I'm going to say at this moment, uh, Penny shows up. It is Tater Tot Tuesday, and she has just a tray full of tots only.
0: Wait, I thought it was Taco Tuesday.
4: I don't know. It doesn't have to be the
0: same every day. Yeah, I guess that's true.
4: I don't know. I'm just talking. (laughs) Cut to... Tater Tot Tuesday. No,
0: I'm going to
1: cut to uh, the cafeteria worker at the school frying up a bunch of Tater Tots and kind of humming to themselves and be like, I just like to switch it up. (laughs) Bunch of food start with the letter T. I don't want to do the same thing every week. I've been working this job for 15 years, and I'm getting bored. (laughs) Uh, All right, cut back to y'all.
4: So Penny shows up next to Zeke and says, Hi, Carlos. How is your butt?
1: Thanks for asking, Penny. Uh, My butt is in a lot of pain, but it's also covered in ointment. And he gives you a thumbs up.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Okay, Zeke, have you talked to Angela today? I'm sitting at a table and
2: I have sunglasses on and they're like, pulled down a little and I'm just staring at Zeke.
0: What?
4: No, I haven't. Okay, be right back. I'm going to go over to the table with Angela and sit across from her and say, Angela, is that you? Why are
2: you whispering, Penny? I don't know.
4: (laughs) Hey, Angela. Yes,
2: it's me. I know I am a lot tanner and glowing right now, but yes, it is me.
4: Yeah, you look beautiful. Thank beautiful. You. beautiful 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 <laughs> <laughs> um it was weird to not see or talk to you for a while after you know like what happened
2: why are you and zeke making it such a big deal i was just at a yoga retreat i needed space
4: because we just started school
2: and that's not normal um well i'm a kind of like an insta scramble socialite so you'll get used to it i'm always gone i'm here i'm there i'm everywhere.
4: I just wanted to let you know, I think Zeke's feelings are a little hurt. He's feeling a little fragile, Um, but he misses you, so I just wanted to come and like bridge that.
2: Angela looks over at Zeke.
0: I don't think Zeke can hear the conversation, but Zeke knows what this conversation is, and he just has his arms crossed and is just staring straight at the ceiling.
2: Angela takes one of Penny's tater tots and just pegs it at Zeke's head. Ah, what the fuck? Stop being a wiener and talk to me. Oh my
0: God. Okay, fine. And Zeke walks over there and continues to just look at the ceiling.
2: Listen, I'm sorry. I needed some space and I left. Maybe it was unchill, but I kind of just needed space. It's just how I process this crazy trauma. Yeah, I was a little fucked up, but I'm sorry. To okay, you Penny, as well. It's okay.
0: Yeah. That's fine. Just, you know, next time, like, pick up the phone and maybe type, uh, like, four words, I need some space. And then, like, that's fine. I would have been fine with that. But, like, you know, you uh, I watched you get kidnapped by robots and taken into the woods. And uh, we had to meet a psychic lady to get you out of that bind. So when I don't have contact with you, it kind of freaks me out. All right?
2: That's fair. That's fair. We're cool, though? Yeah?
0: Yeah, we're cool.
2: Cool. So I can tell you about what I did last night, right?
0: Okay, hold on. Wait, yeah. I have a question for the both of you now that we're now that we're speaking again. Are y'all familiar with this furry clique that hangs out at the school?
4: What's a furry? A f- yeah, what's what, a furry?
0: You know how I built the badger head for Tim? Oh. How Tim liked to dress like a big anime animal?
2: I thought that was like our school mascot or something.
0: No, our school mascot is the teenagers. It's a person in a person suit. Oh, yeah.
4: Let's okay. See. Okay. Go on. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, Carlos just told me that there's like a team of them that hangs out behind the school and I've never heard of this. So that made me cock an eyebrow and wonder if maybe they're, I don't know, monsters in giant rat suits now or just giant rats. Maybe. Who knows?
2: Do you think you're being a little paranoid?
0: I am, but <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. But you know, just cause you're paranoid doesn't mean that stuff's not coming to kill you right around the corner. You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, you know what? If you're so paranoid about this, we can go check it out.
0: Okay. Let's yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to go talk to the rat people.
2: Carlos, are you coming? Um, I'm not
1: as ambulatory as I'd like right now. Oh, yeah, your butt. <laughs> he turns beet red and he says, yeah, um, I'm going to pass. Listen, I don't think you guys are going to have that much luck anyway, honestly. The Rat Pack, like, if you're not in a fursona, like, they're not going to give you the time of day.
2: I look at Zeke.
0: <sighs> okay, I got this. Okay, yeah, what are you doing? I was going to take my lab coat, my backpack, and whatever I have inside my backpack and fashion it into a fursona head.
1: So you, Penny, and Angela watch with morbid curiosity as Zeke frantically tries to screw and sew and glue and glom a bunch of random crap into something vaguely resembling an animal shape. Zeke... As you are fumbling with all of this garbage to make your garbage suit, your phone starts ringing with an unknown number.
0: Zeke taps his science watch and says, yeah, hello?
1: Hello. Is this Zeke Lynn? Maybe. Hello, Zeke. This is Deborah Redford. Uh, I'm an investigator with the city of Chillhaven.
0: Cool. I did not confirm that this is Zeke Lynn. Goodbye. And I hang up.
1: Your phone's uh, after a moment. Your phone starts ringing again. Damn.
0: Hello. This is Zeke. Oh, shit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, hello, Zeke. Uh, This is Deborah Redding, an investigator with the city of Chilhaven. Hello, we're speaking now for the first time. Uh, Zeke, at your first convenience, I'd love it if you could come on down and meet me at the Chilhaven Municipal Skate Park and Animal Zoo. I've got a few questions I'd like to ask you.
0: That seems like a weird place for a city employee to ask to meet. Can I ask you why?
1: Uh, Well, it's just the most convenient place because that is where the mutilated body in whose pocket we found your name and phone
0: number is located.
2: Angela's just
0: like... <laughs> Oh shit Huh <laughs> I'm sorry D- Tell me your name again Yeah, uh, I'm Deborah Redding
1: De- 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 Can I call you Deb? You can call me anything you like If you come on down and meet me At the Chill Municipal Skatepark And Animal Zoo
0: Listen Deb, I'm a level with you I am a high school student And what you just said uh, Kind of made me crap my pants a little bit Can I meet you after I am out of school? Terrific, yep. I will just, I will still be here, uh,
1: investigating the grisly murder. Okay, yeah, uh, I'll
0: talk, yeah, I'll see you later, and I'll talk to, I'll talk to you later. Great, I'll see you then, Zeke. Okay, bye. What the fuck was that about? You tell us. I don't know. Skate park man dead. I don't know.
2: Angela's like her eyes are really big and she's kinda like acting weird and fidgeting with her phone and just being real squirrely.
0: I wasn't at the skate park last night.
2: I've never been to a skate park. So remember when I wanted to talk about what I did last night? Uh-huh. Well
0: Did you go to a skate park?
2: Yes, but what you should Did take you a- kill a man and
0: try to frame me for I it?
2: Never! <laughs> no, the what well, what you should take away from this story is that I was kind of hanging out with Saber last night. I didn't kill anybody, but I maybe gave a stranger named Grud Fudrucker your name and phone number to contact you because they thought that I was you. Um
0: wait, wait, I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> what was that name again?
2: Grud Fudrucker. And I have to name a gift shop after him, but that's another conversation. No,
0: I want to hit this no. one right He's now. Wait you. a minute. This, this, the, the 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 person's name was Grud Fudrucker?
2: Grud Fudrucker. Okay,
0: and he you you have to name a gift shop after this man.
4: That you murdered. That you, I did not. You I wasn't
0: there! Penny, we were together last night. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally my alibi. I need to make sure we're on the same page about this. I'm
2: just very confused right now. I'm confused Fine, my too. dad
0: will be my alibi, I guess. Okay.
2: But I and Saber were maybe the last people to see this Grud character And alive. you gave them Zeke's name. Yes, cause I, I kinda got caught breaking into the skate park with Saber, and I needed a cover-up, so I just gave your name and number.
0: Why didn't you make up a fake name and a fake number? I'm not- To give Grud FUDRUCKER. Or at
2: least put Carlos. Listen, I have zero cool, I cannot act under pressure sorry.
0: You emphasize those words like I'm supposed to know what they mean, <laughs> but I I, I don't. Um,
2: I'm not a good liar. I'm not a good
0: liar. <sighs> okay. Well, okay, we're all gonna go deal with the mess Angela has created don't, later now. We're all gonna that, go to the skate park.
2: Don't tell them I was there. Don't tell them that I was really, you were really me. Tell I'm absolutely me.
0: gonna tell them that.
2: But Fucking also, tell who?
0: Listen, did you kill Grud Fudrucker? I didn't
2: kill- Why would you think that I would kill Grud- Great, then you have
0: nothing to fucking worry about. But I'm not going to take the heat for you in the meantime. We're going to go there, and you're going to tell them that you were the one who put that number in his pocket. Okay, Dad. Can we go meet these furries now? Yes. Thank you. It's all I wanted.
1: I don't even want to do the weird science role <laughs> because I feel like we've already painted such a picture of this trash goblin
0: outfit that you've. No, no, hold on! <laughs> I'm going to tell you exactly what I made because I've been thinking about it. Okay. Oh okay. It is obviously okay. So there's yeah. no there's no tech in this helmet whatsoever. It, it's not articulable, articulatable, whatever. Articulatable. It, um, it doesn't. It's got no moving parts. It's it's basically a, a crafts project. It's a it's a low rent mascot head. Um, so what Zeke has made, he's turned his backpack, so he's got like a hard shell backpack, right? Mm -hmm. So the backpack is on its, uh, on its back, um, you know, sideways, and he's cut a hole in the bottom of it, so it sits on his head like this, (laughs) you see what I'm saying? And then the, the zipper is open, both so Zeke can see out and so that it is a mouth. He has taken um, uh, uh, tatters of his lab coat and fashioned them into teeth going all around the top and bottom of the open zipper mouth. And then there's just two Solo Cups placed on the top of the head with little bits of black construction paper in the middle because, you know, the inside of the Solo Cup is white. So if you're looking right at it, it's white with a little black piece of construction paper. So it look like eyeballs. And Zeke has hastily spray painted it a couple of shades of green. And it is a, so he's he's got big old gator head on. I love it. And Zeke says, how do I look?
2: Wow, that's hideous.
0: That's rude. I'd like to see you do better.
4: What are you?
0: I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a crocodile. Oh. My fursona is a crocodile named, mmm...
4: Chompers.
0: Chompers Captain Chompers McTeeth.
2: Okay, yeah, I, I think I can make out the crocodile now.
0: He is a captain of the sea.
2: Oh, okay.
0: I think technically this makes me a scaly. Furries have fur, I have scales, so I'm a scaly. Can we go meet the furries now? For the love of God, we I want to meet can't. the furries. We'll, You're right. We'll spy. All right, so they're out... Is there an exit to where they are, like, from the cafeteria?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that uh, there's, like, uh, out behind the school, there's sort of just, like, a big paved area walled in on two sides by school. I think there's probably a couple of, like, basketball hoops out there. Um, and this sort of, like, asphalt desert slash, like, basketball area abuts the teacher's parking lot. So it's, it's just sort of like like brick school building on like two sides, probably like an outbuilding uh, out kind of disconnected on a third side. A couple of basketball hoops or basically just a sea of asphalt out there with some teacher's cars in the distance. So you push out through some of the double doors, uh, the back exit to the school, and you see from a distance four people in well-made furry costumes.
0: Mm-hmm. What are each of their personas? Would you like me to describe them to you? I oh sure my. would. You had them ready. I'd want nothing more.
1: You see the following furries. One of them is a rabbit. They are a light brown rabbit with bright blue emo hair. A septum piercing and big headphones. This is all on the furry costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the rabbit is shirtless and wearing big baggy cuffed blue jeans. You also see an albino rat in big round wire glasses wearing an olive drab jumpsuit. You see, of course, Diego Badgero, a badger in an eye patch wearing a leather jacket and leather chaps with a chain and lock around their neck. And lastly, you see, uh, in a brightly colored super femme sundress, a fursona of a black goat.
0: Shit. So Zeke pushes out the doors, and he takes a deep breath, and he says, Hello, friends!
1: And where are they standing in relation to the basketball stuff? Uh, I think they're just sort of uh, kind of in a loose semicircle um, next to the wall of the school. Mm. I would say the basketball hoops are, I don't know, like, now I feel like I'm playing D&D because I have to think about feet, like 20 or 30 feet away.
0: Where on the grid are we? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Should
2: we (laughs) play basketball? Yeah, let's pretend I play basketball. We're going to play horse. Oh, it's going to go poorly because we're just trying to, like...
4: I've never touched this sport in
2: my yeah, life. Yeah. And I only played tennis and golf. Sophisticated sports. Okay.
1: So you say that and walk up towards these furries in your alligator mask and
0: Swinging my elbows, you know what I mean? Like full strut.
1: They sort of just turn and look at you.
0: Hi! Hey ball. how's how's everybody doing? God damn, all of your freaking personas are so fucking cool. Like, jeez-o-petes, you guys all look phenomenal. Hi, my name is, uh, uh, Captain Chompers McTeeth.
1: Diego Badgero's fully articulated mouth opens, and its eyes kind of like, turn and look at you. Eye. Uh, yeah, (laughs) eye. Eye turns and looks at you, and says, uh, Zeke, what are you doing?
0: Excuse me, my name is Captain Chompers McTeeth, and I do, you don't have to say the McTeeth part, but at least... Or I, you, no, you don't have to say chompers, but please at least say Captain McTeeth. I worked very hard for my title. I hope to be admiral someday.
1: Diego Bedro turns to the rat and like raises his arms like this, and you see the rat's right, now, fist clench okay. at its side, like the
0: Arthur meme.
1: Like the Arthur meme, and the rat glares at you with the—I mean—glares at you with these cold, dead eyes mm-hmm. of this yeah. fursona suit Yep. Uh, through its oversized wire rim spectacles. I'm sorry, I'm going to cut to the horse game real quick. What's going on over there?
4: None of us have an H at all. So <laughs> <just> every
2: basket. <laughs> and, yeah, and Angela throws the ball not like over her head, but she does like the under thing yeah. where she just like puts it all the, the way. Granny the granny toss. Yeah, the granny See? toss and just whoop. But yeah, definitely like we don't. Get anywhere close. I think to the hoop.
4: once Penny tried to throw it, and it didn't even make it to the hoop. It bounced off the like pole and smacked it in the forehead. It <laughs> was like running over, like like patting her head. This is like happening in the back. Oh, we're making like tennis player like, uh, to like make it seem convincing.
2: Yeah.
1: So the 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 rat looks at you, Zeke, and clenches and unclenches their fist and looks for a moment at this absolutely shit game of horse (laughs) going on Um, and looks back at Diego Badgero, who again just sort of like shrugs and like gestures at you and you see the rat like lift their head up towards the sky for a second and then look at you and they're also fully articulated fursona mask mouth opens and they say um I'm sorry what was that name again?
0: Captain Chompers McTeeth Saltwater crocodile, captain of the SS Denial,
1: Captain Chompers McTeeth.
0: Ple- Hi. Hi.
1: <laughs> Pleased to make your acquaintance.
0: Zeke reaches out his hand to shake.
1: The rat reaches their hand out and shakes and says, "Uh, my name is Arsal Craftytail."
0: I'm sorry. Arsal?
1: Arsal Craftytail?
0: Arsal Craftytail, nice to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you too, Captain McChompers.
0: Captain McTeeth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, welcome to the Rat Pack. It seems that you've already made the acquaintance of Diego Bajero.
0: Uh, no, I don't believe I have, actually. Diego is it! Hello, Captain Chompers McTeeth.
1: Diego Badgero blinks repeatedly as one badger eye, Uh and he finally reaches out and, like, really firmly, like, grabs your hand and shakes it. says, Nice to meet you! Chompers McTeeth? Captain. Excuse me. Captain Chompers McTeeth.
0: Nice to meet you, too. I uh, love your hair and eye patch.
1: What are you doing here?
0: Oh, I just... Uh... (laughs) Haven't thought of it. Uh, what am I doing here?
1: (laughs) Hey, uh, hey, Captain Chompers McTeeth, can I talk to you over here for a second? Can I get a quick sidebar? Yeah. And Diego Bagero drags you off to the side... And then a basketball hits him in the head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Whoops.
1: And you see his his like one good eye just kind of goes wonky for a second and then like realigns on you. And he glares at you two. And he says, um, hello, Penny and Angela.
2: How do you
4: know? What? 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 <laughs> we, have we met? <laughs>
1: What are you all doing here? We're playing. <laughs> Tim hisses at all of you. Well,
2: Penny and I are playing a game of horse. I don't know if you are familiar with the game horse. It is a basketball game. That's what we're doing here.
0: Zeke, what are you doing here? Okay, hey, listen, I'm going to level with you. Carlos told me about the Rat Pack. And yeah. The-
1: why do you think i needed that like why do you think i asked you for this persona?
0: i just thought i was helping you like embrace your truest inner self and and i still think that and and that's then why are you here
1: in this clearly cobbled together ass crocodile mask? okay i i
0: fuck you angela (laughs) (laughs) um listen i know i know this is cobbled together and yes i did do it in a rush i i'm i i'm being completely straight with you here right now tim I was trying to be respectful. I didn't, I, 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 I was just trying to fit in and be, you know, part of the scene. I'm, 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 I'm just trying to understand that this is important to you and it's a big part of you and I'm just trying to understand it and I thought that this would be appropriate. I didn't have time to do as good a job as I did with yours.
1: Listen, Arsenal, like, the fact that they have been as cordial to you as they have been thus far is a miracle to me. But they're never going to accept you into this group Looking like this sort of mess.
0: Okay, okay. Listen. I'm here. I've been
1: waiting for so long to get in with these guys, Zeke. Don't ruin this
0: for me. Zeke's biting his knuckle. Are look, you biting it with your fake teeth? No, it's just <laughs>
4: with your with your Mick Chompers?
0: No, he's not that committed to the bit. And look, it's a helmet, but again, the backpack is open and my head is just there. Like, yeah. you can see my whole face. Tim, I'm not I promise I am not trying to ruin this for you. I I just I told you what Carlos—Carlos and I both told you, like, what we went through and what we witnessed two weeks ago with the, f- the frickin— I, I don't want to get into it right now. Suffice to say, Carlos told me that there was a new group of kids in school that I had never heard of before, and that's, that's on me. I, you know, I'm not hip. I don't know what's going on in this school, and I maybe I have a little bias against things wearing— uh, things that make them look like something else right now, and I just came to check these guys out and see what their intentions were with my best friend Tim, and make sure that he was safe, and in a good place, and that's it. And then I will be out of your hair. Zeke,
1: look with me. Follow my gaze. Look at that big rat over there. Uh huh. It's not a robot wearing a rat costume. It's not a monster wearing a rat costume. Look at that giant rat in huge round wire rim glasses. I love that choice, it's so good. And tell me who that is, Zeke. It's Vesper Indigo. What? You know them.
2: Why are you hanging out with Vesper?
1: It's Vesper Indigo, Ira Carlton, and Emma Riley Woods. They are all students here in their first sonas, Zeke. We are all in our first sonas, we're just students in costumes.
0: That's why I was trying to, you know, be in character and not break the fiction. I didn't know that was Vesper. I didn't know I didn't know they were a, a part of this. I don't know shit. I don't pay attention to their life.
1: Listen, Zeke. I feel like we had a real breakthrough yesterday, right? I, yeah, me too, man. This means a lot to me. I I know. If is if you want to be like a furry and you want to do this in a respectful way, like I'm about that. But what you're doing right now is Goofy and dismissive.
0: I earnestly, Tim, I thought of a whole backstory. I was trying to, I was really, really trying, I promise.
2: As a sidebar, I'm talking to Penny, and I'm like, hey, um, isn't a black goat kind of like a satanic symbol? Something? You look over
1: at the black goat, furry, and she's just like trolling her sundress,
2: and just like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is mer- worth mentioning, but when I was at the skate park last night with Saber having an awesome time, we were kind of like on a date, I think, but I saw a black goat at the edge of anodyne pines. Not sure if that's related. But and then a the guy was murdered. By Zeke.
1: Diego Badgero, uh whips around towards you and says, oh my God, you went on a date with Saber?
2: It's none of your freaking business.
1: I can see why you and Zeke are friends. You're
0: both rude. What? I don't. Wow. Excuse okay. Me. Listen.
2: Um. I
0: do not appreciate. Hmm. Angela uh.
2: like throws <laughs> the basketball down and like whips over to Tim and like grabs his furry head and is like, "Do you want me to take this off?"
1: Just all of you, just leave me alone. Just let me have this.
0: Zeke slaps Angela's hands away and protect and stands stands in front of Tim with his arms wide and says, "Hey, hey." Do not fuck with my friend's fursona.
1: Diego Bedro is glaring at you out of their one eye.
2: I'm glaring right back. Yes, I did go on a date with Saber.
1: I don't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I was interested and then you were mean to me. Listen, can you guys just leave me alone?
0: Okay, Angela, Penny. Penny, you didn't do anything. (laughs) Angela, get the hell out of here.
2: Fine, this is the last time we ever help you out, Tim.
0: No. Uh, Mark Tim, my
2: sh-
4: word! Tim,
0: she does not <laughs> speak.
4: You'll rue the day. i you'll rue the day! Okay, Penny,
0: you can leave too. <laughs>
4: that was best.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> Penny would never.
0: <laughs> Tim, please. I'm going to pretend like I don't know that's Vesper because I didn't know that that was them when I joined this conversation. Please just allow me one talk to get a vibe check hun these guys and then i will be out of your hair
1: okay but if you ruin this for me zeke i will never forgive you
0: i hold out my pinky they
1: hold out a big furry black badger pinky
0: i i have to grab it with my whole hand (laughs) (laughs) all right come on okay
1: Okay, everyone, again, please welcome my friend, Captain...
0: Chompers McTeeth.
1: Chompers McTeeth.
0: Hi, guys! Uh, I know y'all are furries and I'm a scaly, um, and I know that y'all clearly have a way higher budget than I do. Um, But it's just nice to uh, meet people with similar interests, and I just wanted to uh, come and hang out and chat for a bit, if that's okay with everybody.
1: They all kind of look at each other and you can tell they're sort of looking to Arcel Crafty Tail and Arcel Crafty Tail after a moment just gives a grudging nod and um, then they very excitedly first the black goat says um uh, hi jumpers um my name uh I'm my name's is Trula Averagehoof it's nice to meet you.
0: Hi, Trula! It is just a... Wow, it is just a joy to meet you, too. Welcome to our club! Thank you so much! Normally I would tell you to call me captain, but you're so fucking chipper, I don't care. I love it. Great energy. Hi. Thank you! Uh, uh, can, is it acceptable to ask why, um, why did you choose a black goat? That's an interesting choice. Oh,
1: um, I grew up on a farm, and my parents raised goats, and we had a goat who was black and... Her name was Gregory, and she used to let me ride around on her,
0: and she would eat my shoelaces. <laughs> That's, that is the most precious story I've ever heard. I love it. Thanks. I, it's,
1: um, it's just something that happened to me. And cool. she's just, like, trolling her dress.
0: <laughs> and Zeke looks to the next person.
1: Yeah, you look to the, uh, the rabbit. He sort of, like, just kind of shrugs, and he says, uh, uh, oh, hey, um... My name's Thunderpelt Silly Nose. Nice to meet you.
0: Wow, Thunderpelt. You look great. That's that's all I have to say to you.
1: Thanks. I'm Mr. Rabbit. I like to listen to music.
0: Yeah, what kind of music? Anything
1: like industrial or screamo or like scream industrial.
0: Cool. Cool, man. Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: Yeah, I like anything with like sort of an abrasive enough wall of sound that it like keeps all my thoughts out
0: definitely. Zeke like had a lust in his eyes for a minute when he started talking to the rabbit. It's gone now. He's, <laughs> t- he's tuned out. <laughs>
1: and Arcel Arsel, uh, Arsel Craftytail chips in now and says, um, well you've met everyone. Uh, I don't know what other business you have here, but um, I suspect it's done at this point, or...
0: Oh, well, I mean, like I said, I just wanted it have a friendly chat, hang out if that's okay. I mean, we just got past introductions.
1: Yeah, why don't you tell me how uh how did you come about your fursona or sorry, scale sona?
0: Uh yeah, scale sona. Yeah. I
3: think No, that's yeah, right. I'm
1: really interested. <laughs> I'm really interested in how you came up with this scale sona and outfit and um just what you're, what yeah just what, why you're doing this and what you're doing here oh
0: sure yeah i mean look you know me like I, i'm sorry tell me your name just one more time arsel arsel
1: crafty tail
0: crafty tail can i call you arsel
1: i would love that
0: okay arsel um i'm sure you can relate to this you know i'm I, sh- oh I,
1: mm, i'm <laughs> sure i will
0: <laughs> i just felt like in my life there were certain things that i wanted to be that i just wasn't and I needed an avenue to express that and um you know to me Captain Chompers McTeeth represents someone who's just more decisive and more authoritative and and just just someone who has their shit more a little bit together than I do because truth be told Arsal I'm a bit of a fuck, hot fucking mess.
1: You don't say.
0: I don't. I, do. I mean I do. I do say. I say. I said it. So yeah. Uh you know I, like I said I don't. I don't have a ton of money. I haven't been able to commission a fancy, fully articulated head. And yet. you couldn't
1: make one. You couldn't make one. No, of course. Mm.
3: <laughs> Zeke-, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Zeke cocks his head to the right. Mm. no, I couldn't I couldn't ever make something
1: like that. Arsel, uh closes the distance between the two of you and puts their mousy paw on your shoulder and looks directly into your eyes, not your fake eyes. Zeke's eyes clearly visible inside of the mouth. And they say, would you like me to make one for you?
2: Angela says,
1: (laughs) (laughs) What? Look at this, why did you get so close to your microphone when you did that?
0: (laughs) You cuffed around (laughs) it too, to, to, to focus the sound. Zeke is he's not clenching his fists because he knows that would be a giveaway, but his hands are like claws because they're so <laughs> close. And he just cocks his head and looks at Tim and just kind of glares at Tim for a second. Like, like trying to give the vibe like, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna speak up? Bibi B- B- Zahara Benet, do you wanna speak up about who made your fucking dress? Huh? You wanna say something?
1: Diego Badgero makes absolutely no move. To say anything, and you hear Tim quietly chuckling underneath the mask.
0: Zeke exhales as slowly as he can out of his nose, turns to look back at Arcel Crafty Tail. <laughs> and he says, You know, Arsel, I don't want to burn you with that, and mm, I may not be as good as you are, but it's really important to me that. My persona comes from me. You know? You hear Trula Average
1: Hoof kind of sniffle. <laughs> and she says, um, Wow, that's really beautiful. I you know, I could have never made this, but I made this dress so like and that, that's definitely a reflection of me, so I totally understand what you're saying.
0: Zeke ungrits his teeth and says, And it is a lovely dress. You look Thank phenomenal. You so much You look so good.
1: I just like flowers and dresses and, and pretty things. And so I thought that like if I put a bunch of like if I made a dress with lots of flowers on it, like that would be like double pretty.
0: Yeah, absolutely it is. It's great. Thank you. Yeah. You're nice. Thank you. You're the nicest crocodile I've ever met. Aw, j- aw shucks. Don't don't stick your hand near my biters, you know. <laughs> I won't.
1: <laughs> Arsal, I mean, come, like, come on. He's super nice. You've got to let him in the group.
0: Zeke just, uh, uh, looks Arsel dead in the eyes and just raises his eyebrows expectantly.
4: Can I say right before Arsel answers, Penny sees a bird shitting and with her brain makes that shit fall
3: right on Arsel's comment.
1: Okay. Yeah. A seagull for some reason. There's probably a dumpster back here, I think so there's always seagulls back here
0: and seagulls mistake parking lots for bodies of water too
1: there you go and so a seagull flying over just craps directly like right onto the pupil of Arsal's fursona like rat
0: face zeke's jaw drops and he immediately just sticks his whole hand in his mouth just ah.
1: and Arsal reaches up their little mouse hand and wipes the crap off of their eye and says um captain welcome to the rat pack All right, let's cut to the skate park.
4: Skate park
0: after school. Who else going? Angela's going.
2: I don't want to go. Angela
0: is coming with me to the skate park to fucking exonerate me.
2: They didn't ask for Angela Atticus Jr. They because asked for Because
0: you me. put my name in a dead man's pocket.
2: So I wasn't think, dead at the time.
1: I think y'all are having this argument as Zeke physically drags Angela to the Chill Haven Municipal Skate Park and Animal Zoo. Mm, this isn't fair. Have you changed out of your crocodile outfit?
0: I think I just like took the helmet. I, the outfit is just my clothes <laughs> that I was wearing <laughs> under my lab coat. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think I just take the helmet off, and uh, I've put my stuff back in it because it was my backpack, but because of the hole I cut in it for my head to go in, I just have to hold my backpack like upside down like this and flat.
1: So you all arrive, uh, the fencing... Remains around the skate park, but in the daylight, you're able to find uh, an actual like entrance gate in it, which is currently open. And you see into the skate park from where you are as you approach at the edge of the anodyne pines, a couple of people milling about and a great big tarp over something on the ground with red blood stains, sort of leaking out, staining the concrete outside of the tarp.
2: I guess as we're walking up, I'm kind of hiding behind Zeke because I'm A, pissed that I'm there, B, embarrassed that I'm... I just, like, am not wanting to be a part of this. I thought I was being cool last night, but now I'm dreading this. Mm-hmm. Getting caught. I'm going to keep my distance so I
4: can eavesdrop, so... Is there, like, a parking
2: lot
1: where cars aren't? is, yeah. Like, right... I mean, right where the entrance to the skate park is, There's there's a parking lot, so... Like right at the edge of that fence. So if you stay outside the fence, basically, there's you'll be
0: in the parking lot.
4: I'm gonna hang back first.
0: Okay. You don't want to come in with us?
4: To talk about a murder that they think you did. <laughs> I'm gonna stay with Penny.
0: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, you aren't. Zeke, despite the fact that it's a it's a it's a cool September day at this point probably, mm-hmm. and uh, Zeke is just in a t-shirt and jeans. Uh, he has broken into a sweat because he is nervous. Uh, he does not like people thinking he committed murder.
3: <laughs> and it
0: seems to happen with too much. It's happened twice, and that's two times too many. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think Zeke um, once again takes a nice deep breath and just marches straight into the skate park. so uh, Dragging Angela behind him.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> that's the only way I'm going to go.
1: Yeah, as y'all approach... You see three people who are sort of kind of milling about around the body. Two of them are in construction worker outfits, uh, like orange vests, hard hats, although they look white collar and professional underneath that. So you assume there's uh, some kind of like project site ins- manager, project manager, site inspector. And then there's a, a, a smallish woman with her hair pulled back into a ponytail wearing an ill-fitting suit and uh you see on the lanyard name badge around her neck deborah redding and she clocks y'all walking up and and just waves you over
0: zeke walks up and says hello deb i think we talked on my watch
2: uh <laughs> Angela just kinda of, like chuckles a little, even though it's it's a nervous laugh, but also like really funny because Zeke is acting like a robot. Uh
0: Zeke Lynn, I presume? Yes, that's me. hello. Uh
1: I didn't know that we were bringing friends to the active murder crime scene. Oh,
0: there's 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 a there is a reason for this, madam. No, I am mm-mm. I am, uh, I have, this is, this is a case of, of uh, bumbled identity. I was not involved in this crime and I was not at the skate park and this person that I've brought with me can attest to this and will tell you the reason okay. that.
1: Okay, yep. T- hey Zeke, take a deep breath for me. You're not a suspect.
0: Oh, thank God. Oh my God. Oh, thank you for saying that. That makes me feel so much better. <sighs>
1: <laughs> Unless there's some way that you could have done this. And she pulls back the tarp. And you see the body of Angela, who you recognize as.
2: Grud Fudrucker. The
1: late Grud Fudrucker. His face looks more or less the same, but way deader. His body looks very different than we saw him last because most of the stuff that had been inside Mm -hmm. is now outside. He has been absolutely ripped to shreds.
0: Zeke immediately starts screaming.
3: Oh! No,
0: I didn't, oh god, Uh, I thought the bones were bad, this is so much worse, I don't, Uh, I don't want to look at it, I don't want to look at it, I don't want to look at it.
1: Yep, nope, that's my B. and she like throws the tarp back down over it, yeah, so no, I'm uh, sorry to have worried you so much, uh, but you can understand why, why I, finding this horribly mutilated ripped apart body, with your name and phone number in the pocket, you'd be maybe the first person I was going to contact.
0: Yep. Zeke? No, that makes logical sense, and it was a smart move.
1: Yeah, sorry. Do you need a minute? Do you need a glass of water? Uh, can I get you... Just... just. Glass of water is all. honestly all I can offer.
0: Just... I need to... I just need to do something real quick. And Zeke closes his eyes and plays air drums to the theme song for DuckTales. Uh, just, just to himself for a minute. Just a little... Boom, 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 boom.
2: I feel like while Zeke was doing that, I feel like Angela's probably used to, like, you doing stuff like this, so Angela's kind of, like, bopping her head. To, <laughs> to the air
0: Angela, like, Zeke's going, dump tails, and Angela's going, woo. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Zeke does that for 45 seconds, and he says, okay, I'm good.
1: Uh, just, can you tell me why this, uh, this gentleman had your name and phone number in his pocket. What was your relationship to the deceased?
0: Yeah, Deb, I can't answer that question. However, I believe my cousin Angela can. Angela, could you please explain to this nice lady, Deborah, why my phone number was in a dead
2: man's pocket? Yeah, so Zeke was here last night. No! No! <laughs>
0: No, I was not.
2: I'm kidding. Calm down. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. This is
0: not the time to joke.
2: It's not
1: the time to joke. I'm going to agree with Zeke on that one. Thank you, Debra. You're welcome, Zeke.
2: Y'all are wieners. Anyways.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Disrespectful young woman.
2: My parents designed this zoo behind you, so technically it's my zoo. And this dead person, Grud Fudrucker, who died here.
1: How do you know his name?
2: Well, I'm about to tell you.
0: Zeke Zeke is rubbing his temples so hard.
2: <laughs> Angel's not nervous at all. She like this is like not like n- a very non threatening situation to her. I don't know. She just like d- isn't taking it seriously at all. So I was here last night, and I admit I broke into the skate park, but it was because I had to take some photos for my parents because they designed this beautiful zoo that you see behind you and they just wanted to show off the zoo to their friends and i as a social media influencer on Instascramble, can take really good photos so they told me to come here at 10 p.m last night so that i could take photos and grud fudrucker caught me being here and uh, I just pretended that I was Zeke and gave them my phone number and said, call me because I'm going to name the gift shop after you if you just let me um, slide and go take these photos. As, and
1: so that's the same story that you told Mr. Fudrucker last night? And he believed
2: that?
3: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> And now he's dead.
1: Angela, was it? Yes. I'm going uh, to need those photos. Okay. Do you remember... Anything strange, anything at all, any suspicious figures, wild animal calls. Because mm. um, I, I mean, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you both. Our working theory right now is he appears to have been mauled and devoured by a very large wild animal.
2: As Deborah's saying this, like, can you think of anything? Angela's head just goes to like her going, woo! And it's okay, like around sabers. <laughs> <laughs> She's like going right there in that moment. Deborah. Angela. My uncle is the leading cryptozoologist in the world.
1: What I'm sorry. What's a cryptozoologist?
0: <laughs> My dad discovered damn it. My dad, her uncle, discovered Bigfoot, okay? And he has a lot of inroads and friends with the paranormal community. And I don't want to do our own horns, but we have a little experience ourselves. And I recognize some kind of monster attack when I see one. So if there's anything like about this attack that seemed strange or out of place for a wild animal attack, I can assure you we are the high school children that you should tell.
1: Zeke, can I ask you a question?
0: Of course.
1: What kind of teeth does Bigfoot have?
0: Uh, well, Bigfoot is a member of the primate family, so like most primates, uh he has omnivore teeth, so he does have fairly pronounced canines, but for the most part his teeth are made for mashing like ours.
1: Interesting. I don't believe that Bigfoot was the culprit here
0: Oh i it's not just Bigfoot that we we have broad experience.
1: Well Zeke, since I'm sorry, since you do have this expertise, it was so upsetting for you earlier when I showed you the body. is it okay if I pull the tarp back again?
0: Zeke once again sings the DuckTales theme to himself, and then he says, yeah, okay, show it to me.
1: She pulls the tarp back, and she directs you towards, like, just right in the pit of the nasty, just, like, all the, like, torn shreds of human flesh and musculature. She says, have you ever seen anything like that before?
0: That's pretty gross. Get in
1: close. Get real close in there. Just, no! Um,
0: I think I have a good view from here, Deborah. Um, are you, can you
1: see the bite marks? Because here's what I'm looking at, and this is what's puzzling me, is I'm not a wild animal expert. We've got some coming in. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: The claw marks are consistent with what we'd expect from a cougar attack, a wolf, any sort of apex predator. Sure. That, while rare, does occasionally attack folks in, Uh in this region. But here, look at the bite marks, Zeke. Can you see that? Right here, uh, near his jugular, where they really just bit in, you can actually see the tooth imprints in there.
0: Zeke is like just again, just right back to where he was, like fully broken out in a cold sweat and uh, holding back vomit, but he is leaning in to look at the bite marks.
1: So, in your cryptozoological experience, uh huh, are there any large creatures that you can think of with herbivore teeth? Because that's what's throwing me for a loop, Zeke.
0: Okay, well. First thing that comes to mind, giant jackalope.
1: Do those, um, are do those, are those real?
0: The hunt for them is still on. However, the jackalopes are known to populate desert areas. Desert areas are very popular for nuclear fallout tests. So there have been many reported sightings of giant 2,000 pound jackalopes roaming around. Not anywhere here in the Pacific Northwest, but who knows?
1: She turns to the two, like, construction outfitted people Uh, when you say that, and they both just, like, kind (laughs) of shrug.
0: Second thing that comes to mind, Brontosaurus. Mm,
1: Okay, well, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. listen, I'm sorry to have wasted your time.
0: No, what? No, Uh, hold on. Deborah. can I have you speak to my father, because I am but his lowly assistant. He's the real expert here. Um, Can I have you talk to him, and then if he's up to snuff for you, then maybe I can take some photos of the bite marks to bring to him and show him. Or I can just show them to him now. I have a science watch. I'm sure I can do that.
1: Listen, we haven't notified the family yet, so... Uh, the Rucker family. Yeah, the Ruckers don't yet know of what's become of Grud. Mm-hmm. So it's really important...
0: Patriarch of the Rucker family.
1: I don't... I can't speak to that. It's really important to me that this is kept under wraps for now. Ooh. Do you understand? I... I... So I have
2: to... I do... do. My Instagram story. Excuse me? Cut two. Angela is, well, <laughs> while y'all were having that conversation about the teeth and stuff, uh-huh. she just like has a front facing and camera. And she goes, five check. And she's swirling around. <laughs> and there's like Zeke and Deborah and the dead body. Just like, Angela's gotten a little oh morbid God. after
4: all this stuff.
1: Penny, what are you doing while this is all going on? <laughs>
4: Um, I've been like trying to keep up with the conversation, and I've gotten a couple of words. But I was gonna use my um telepathy to get like a good solid thought from each one of them, from Deborah and each one. Of them. <laughs>
1: so, Penny, you reach out into the minds of Deborah Redding, as well as the two construction individuals, and actually just in in Deborah's mind. You get you're still learning your telepathy. It's hard for you to pin down because people's minds rarely have one coherent image or thought or phrase in it. Usually it's just a lot of subconscious impressions, stuff like that. But you do in her mind see her current thought that she is holding, in addition to the discussion she's having with Zeke and Angela of the tracks torn through the anodyne pines of something big tearing its way through the forest.
3: get a human body inside me and join Zeke's club. Speaking of human bodies, let's talk about the ones who made the show. My darling Zeke is voiced by James Kedlar who also does the sound design and music with his human hands. Penny White is played by Bess Lawson, who has an alive human body as well. Angela Atticus Jr. is also played by someone with a human body, and their name is Megan Splissman. And finally, the human body of Phillips Westman plays all of the other human bodies in this story, and is also the Game Master. Our introduction came from the human body of Ethan Walton. Additional sound effects provided by Zapsplat.com and freesound.org. See everybody next time. I'll miss you.